Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin on a Tuesday night with the NBA returning after a night off, after what can only be described as an epic college basketball national championship. We'll talk about that a little tonight. Uh, but we do have a bunch of face-offs. Andy McNeil will talk hockey with us. He's been coast-to-coast coast in Canada. And we'll talk a whole bunch of Masters. But the tips are coming. we got tips coming, as you mentioned. Tons of face-offs. So we do want to start over there because there is a slew of seven Eastern starts on the ice. we got the Maple Leafs and the, and the Panthers with the Panthers as minus 170 home favorites, plus 145 on the Maple Leafs. Um, Avalanche and Penguins, this is about a coin flip, a little bit in favor of the Penguins. Blue Jackets and Flyers, the Flyers minus 140 home favorites, plus 120 on the Blue Jackets as road underdogs. Senators and Canadians, the Senators, slight favors, minus 120. Even money on the Canadians as home underdogs. Rangers and Devils. Uh, Rangers minus 145. Road favorites plus 125 on the Devils as home underdogs. Hurricanes and Sabres. The Hurricanes are, or Hurricanes, as uh, Andy would like to say. Minus 275 road favorites over the Sabres plus 220 on the Sabres as home underdogs. Those are all happening right now. So if you're interested in any of those, get in on it. About half an hour from now, Bruins and Red Wings. We got the Bruins is minus 210 road favorites, plus 180 on the Red Wings as home underdogs. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, got the Wild and the Predators. This one's about a coin flip as well. A couple of books are slightly 
shaded to the wild as road favorites there. 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, the Islanders and the Stars. The Stars are minus 135 home favorites, plus 115 on the Islanders as road underdogs. And then 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, we have the Oilers and the Sharks. The Oilers are minus 180 road favorites, plus 155 on the Sharks as home underdogs. In the association, took the night off last night. Here we go. One, two, seven Eastern tips. We got the Cavs and the Magic. Cavs are anywhere from seven and a half to eight and a half point road favorites. 221 and a half to 222 is your total in that one. We got the Sixers and the Pacers. The Sixers are 10 and a half to 11 and a half point road favorites. 235, 235 and a half is your total there. 7.30 Eastern, we've got the Rockets and the Nets. Talked about this one a little bit last night. It has held steady 17 in favor of the Nets at home against the Rockets, but a big 244.5 to 245 total there. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, the Hawks and the Raptors. Raptors are four-and-a-half-point home favorites. We have 226 is the total in that one, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, we have the Hornets in the Heat. The Heat are four and a half to five point home favorites over the Hornets. 225, 225 and a half is the total there. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, Wizards and the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are big, 12, 12 and a half point home favorites over the Wizards with a total anywhere from 238 and a half to 239 and a half. So shop around out there for sure. We got the Blazers and the Thunder at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. The Thunder are four, four and a half point home favorites over the Blazers. 221 to 221 and a half is your total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. People will be watching the Bucks and the Bulls a little closely there to see what's going on with Giannis and MVP standpoint. And then the Bulls just continue this kind of free fall for them. Uh, the Bucks are seven point road favorites over the Bulls in this one. No Zach Levine tonight for the Bulls, and so that didn't help their chances. 231, 231 and a half is your total. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, the Grizzlies and the Jazz. Jazz are five and a half point home favorites over the Grizzlies. 225 and a half to 226 is your total in that one. The Grizzlies have locked up that two seed, so it'll be interesting to see how they decide to kind of play the stretch run here. Um, don't yeah. know about resting players and how they're going to go about all of that. So we'll maybe get a glimpse into how they're how they're looking tonight at uh, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, we got the Spurs and the Nuggets. The Nuggets are nine, nine and a half point home favorites over the Spurs. Of course, the Spurs in that battle there for the 10 spot. Nuggets still looking to cling to make sure that they don't fall into a play-in. So nine, nine and a half in favor of the Nuggets, 234 to 235. All we care about is another triple-double by Nikola Jokic. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Pelicans and the Kings. Pelicans, seven and a half to eight-point road favorites over the Kings, 224, 224 and a half there. And then finally, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, we have the Lakers and the Suns. Lakers clinging on for dear life, clawing, doing everything they can as 12 and a half point underdogs in this one to the Suns. It is a total of 234, 234 and a half. No LeBron. No LeBron. No LeBron. No LeBron. Anthony Davis looks like he is going to go. Um, and the Suns playing pretty much everybody as they have been. Well, uh, we are getting on the screen right now, Kelly. Lakers are 6-16 six and 16 without LeBron. this 6-16, six and 16, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, the Suns looking to set some team records here. So, I guess that's why they keep playing everybody of just best, most amount of wins in the season for them and stuff like that. So, I, that, that's what we're seeing tonight.
Yeah, 62 wins is what they have. 63 would be a franchise record. Right now they're tied for the franchise record. Kelly, you have some bets today. I do. I do have some bets in the NBA tonight. I did one money line parlay, Timberwolves, Nuggets, Pelicans, kind of laying a lot of the big favorites. Uh, I have that going on later on this evening. The one started off tonight. I did a bunch of player props today. Andre Drummond over 11.5 points. We'll talk about this a little bit more uh, in Prop Watch later in the show. But over 11.5 against the uh, against the Rockets, who have one of the worst rim defenses in the league. Uh, not This game could be a blowout. Don't know how long Drummond will be in there, but hoping he can get 12 quick points and then uh, uh, hit the bench if he needs to later in the second half. Uh, but that's why I didn't want to mess around with points plus rebounds or anything like that. Um, then or the one tipping off soon, a couple fun bigger money uh, plus money props here. Joel Embiid went over 37 and a half. I think we see these MVP candidates just keep scoring and trying to score as much as they can. Uh, the Pacers are going to be lacking up front uh, tonight in this game, to to say the least. And then Jalen Green, that number's gotten up there, Matt. So I just I just took a plus 230 on him to score 30 plus, which right. he has done in four straight games. So yeah. uh, instead of playing over 24 and a half points today, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the 30 plus and get more uh, more bang for my buck there. I, I mean, like it. You pointed out, I mean, and, and it was the thing that we kind of saw the little trend. He is just hucking up shots left and yeah. right. Like okay. it just is like every every single opportunity, he's just putting it up. And, you know, that's that's all we can ask for, right? We don't know they're going to go down, but I I agree with you. I mean, like we, we saw the double-digit threes did come to an end. He did put up eight in the one where he finally didn't shoot double-digit threes, but he still, still put up eight, made four of them. And I imagine we're into that again tonight, right? It's going to be somewhere between nine and 12 threes. And, you know, if he can shoot 40% from that, you're going to be well on your way there with the rest of your, uh, with the rest of your bet there. So I, I like that one. I think the, this probably doesn't apply to most of our audience, but you know, if you're limited on options with like people like us, the, you know, I'd rather play a different prop like that at plus money than, you know, the only option I had here in town was over 24 and a half points at minus 120 yeah. and his threes tonight over three and a half at minus 130, where we were playing that at plus money all last week in a much shorter, shorter point prop. I, I'm like, I'd rather just go for the, go for the bigger win and play Play a thir- play, uh, to score 30 plus. And the Embiid one that you have, not just for MVP consideration, but for scoring exactly. title consideration. LeBron is at 30.3, Embiid at 30.2, and Giannis at 30.1. But remember, LeBron still has a bigger way, uh, way to get on the court for two more games uh, in what will be their final three after tonight. And who knows? Who knows if he is going to be able to do that or not. If he does not, the stat adjustment will not have him anywhere close to Embiid and Antetokounmpo in the end. So Embiid probably with his eyes on that. Uh, The big news of the day, Tiger Woods says right now he plans to play in the Masters, plans to play nine more holes tomorrow. He says his recovery's been going okay. And right now he is a go for a 7.34 a.m. Pacific, 10.34 Augusta time, a.m. Thursday tee-off time. Barring any setbacks, Tiger Woods is going to tee off at the Masters. Yeah, I have the narrative all day has been, and this is, you know, I'm I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum with this one. Everyone's, you know, wanting to pile on the, you know, do, will not make the cut. You know, okay, ma- will not make the cut. And then the excuse for that and the reasoning for that is because of how tedious it is to walk and how, how tedious it is to, to, to get through this course and stuff like that. Well, you know, over the course of four days, sure, I'll buy into that excuse and buy into that reasoning all day long. But again, we're talking about a cut bet. This is just two rounds that we're asking out of Tiger Woods here. Like this, this reasoning I keep hearing about how tough it is at Augusta. Don't get me wrong. Yes, it is. The terrain 
is pretty rough and there is a lot of elevation changes and all the different stuff like that. But do you think, do you think for one second as proud of a guy as this guy is, and nobody expected him to play this tournament anyway, everybody expected that he was going to come back for the British, not for this tournament. Do you think that this guy is going to tee it up at the Masters where he has had more success than any human being on the face of the planet and he because he thinks he can't walk two rounds out there? Have you lost your mind? Like, like this is insanity. <laughs> like, if he doesn't think he can walk two rounds, Tiger is not playing. Right, he is right. not going out to the Masters where he has this stellar track record to go out there and look like a gimp. That is not happening. In fact, he was asked today, if you play, do you think you can win? He goes, yes. Without missing a beat. So you know where his mind is. Yeah. Now, so, I probably disagree there. No, but, but the, the point being yeah. that a cut yeah. is absolutely within and, the and, well and of like, possibility. And everyone keeps failing to mention in this whole thing as well. The stuff that we talked about on, on, on not only your Megapod, but we'll beat over your head over the next two days as well with all this. I mean, again, this is 91 golfers where 50 and ties make it, and there's at least 10 golfers that aren't going to have any chance anyway. So, like, you're really talking about – you're really talking about a field of about 70 to 75 guys, and he's got to be in the top 50 in ties. Again, 54 made it last year. We've seen 56 make it a couple of years ago. So, I mean, 50, he, he's got to be one of the best 56 out of 70, 75. I, I, I think Tiger can do that. I, I'll just say this. We, we have a numbers game on Thursday when he tees off at 730 in the morning. Uh, we'll be on air. I can for, for men of a certain age hmm. – this it's the greatest thing yeah. ever. Like plus the world, money for him to make the cut. The Gil. world stops. I am so excited. Plus money for him to make the cut at Circa, at South Point, plus 125, and very uh, reasonable minus money at both BetMGM and DraftKings, minus 115 for him to make the cut. Eldrick, Tiger Woods. Right now, he is a go to play at Augusta. We'll come back. Andy McNeil on hockey. We'll find out what he's been up to, and it's great things next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, Kelly. Glad you could join us. A couple other NBA notes today. Uh, this would fall under the, uh, the category of, oh, really? As if we didn't know. The Lakers and Frank Vogel expected to part ways after the season, per uh, Bleacher Reports. Uh, Jake Fisher, I would have, I would have more or less reported that as, what is the over under on the number of seconds after the final buzzer of the Lakers' final game, assuming they don't make the play in, that Frank Vogel will be announced yeah. gone? I would say thirty seconds. He's just waved to the crowd and walked right to his car. Absolutely. And then Zion Williamson's stepfather, Lee Anderson, listen to this, said he, said he expects Zion to return to play this season, but acknowledge that it's a decision that will be made with the medical staff of the New Orleans Pelicans. Anderson made the comments on the Jordi Collada show, an online show based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, note to the Pelicans, uh, there are four games left in the season and then the play-in. So if he is going to come back. Um, decision needs to be made fairly soon. Fairly soon. Fa- fairly soon. You don't have a lot of time to mull the decision. No. There's, there could be just a week left. There, 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 there can't be multiple meetings about this. Like, you know, we, you know what, guys? Let's get together on Thursday. Let's get back later yeah. in the week. <laughs> let's just get on, on Thursday this. instead. It's like, no, you need to just go ahead. You need to just go ahead. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, from Edmonton, Alberta, flying back and forth in Canada, it's Andy McNeil. How you doing, Andy? Hi, Gil. I'm doing pretty good. Okay. Tired. All right. What, How are you doing? Wait a minute. Let's let's break down the situation here. Are you in a hotel room? Yeah. I am. So you're not in Edmonton. <laughs> Where are you? No, I'm not in Edmonton. I'm in I'm in Toronto. You're in Toronto. Okay. Uh, yeah. By the way, congratulations <laughs> to the people of Ontario who can now uh, place uh, wagers through uh, through other sports books besides the uh, Canadian lottery system. Well done. <laughs> it's about damn time. About no, it's a boat damn time. A boot. It's it is a, a boot, boot damn I time. I didn't pronounce that. Uh, Come on. No, I didn't I didn't have the hard boot in there. Okay. So a couple things. One, one, what looks different about you? Did you shave? And would you like to say why you shaved? A little bit, but it's it's coming back. Uh I might have to shave I might have to shave this off. You know, it's going, man. Eh? That's why I got the hat on all the time. Might have might just might just have to own it. All right, well, one of these days. I, I'm, pr- I'm, uh, I'm pressing for you to finally reveal why you're in a hotel room <laughs> and why you look so cleaned up. Will you tell us once and for all? I'm in Toronto to uh, take part um, in Wager Week and uh, the uh, weeks, the subsequent weeks after um, uh, as part of uh, the Sportsnet Bets team uh, with, with Rogers Sportsnet up here in Canada. So uh, tomorrow night, um, we're going to be doing a bit of a pregame segment for uh, one of the regional games. I think I believe it's uh, Winnipeg and Detroit. 
Um, and Saturday night is the the big one. I'll be on um, Hockey Night in Canada. Wow! With uh, with Cavi Richards, uh, we'll be breaking down the game odds for Maple Leafs and Canadians, and the the Oilers and Avalanche. Uh, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Andy, that's phenomenal. Super proud, man. Super proud of you. Hope, hopefully you'll remember us. Did yeah, it? really. Standing ovation. Did, Hockey night. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. No, I mean, no. Guys, you you know, just you remember us, family. Yeah. <laughs> Do you always have glasses? Maybe that's what it is. You got glasses. Maybe that's what it is. You're so sophisticated now. Hey, yeah, I saw the shave yeah. and then the glasses. I think... I can see at least the upper part of the Canadian tuxedo. Do you have the full Canadian tuxedo on? Like, is this is this a full jean jacket, jean pair of jeans thing going on? Uh, I got I got sweatpants on. Right uh, now. not the full Canadian tuxedo. That's for the broadcast. No. He'll wear the full Canadian in, in, tuxedo. In all seriousness, congratulations to Andy. I don't know if people in the United States realize this is a, what, what is that like the equivalent of inside the NBA, basically in Canada. I would assume. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it's. Whatever the, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 the staple. It's the it's the hockey broadcast that I've watched my entire life. Uh, it's you know, it's the it's the kind of built into Canadian lore, and uh, I feel phenomenal. very uh, grateful and uh, phenomenal privileged to be a be a part of it. Not sure, uh, not sure how long this is all going to to last, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it while it does. As you should. As you should. As you should. Okay, so we do have uh, – we had a slew of games that already faced off. Is there anything we should be watching in these seven Eastern starts? It looks like we got – what is that? Five of the – six of them that are already yeah. going right now. And holy mackerel, there are goals in just about every one of these games. Um, yeah, well, I've got one bet today. It's uh, To be honest, guys, I've been – I mean, I caught the red eye into Toronto on, uh, on Sunday night and uh, – kind of been uh been a little bit mixed up the last couple of days trying to trying to stay on track of things but i do have a bet on the the nashville predators um that's a, a little bit later of a start and while i guess while i'm on that that topic really not loving these 7, 7 p.m starts i like the the, the 5 p.m uh, <laughs> we get out west right but uh i guess i'm an old man um yeah, Nashville at uh, even money earlier today. DraftKings Sportsbook still has them listed at minus 105. So the Wild are coming back on the other side with uh, minus 115. I haven't had a lot of success betting against the Minnesota Wild recently. They've been one of the hottest teams in the league. But uh, I don't think there's all that much separating uh, the Nashville Predators and the Minnesota Wild. And I was a bit surprised to see Nashville uh, carrying plus money this morning and uh, I still think they should be priced closer to minus 110. Uh, they've got a big edge in goal regardless of whether it's Cam Talbot or Marc-Andre Fleury. I think it'll be the latter um, but these two teams played about a month ago and uh, although the starting goaltenders were different that should have worked out more in Minnesota's favor but it didn't. And Nashville dominated the game with uh, a 70 percent share of expected goals and a 6-2 win so I'm hoping that they can uh, repeat that tonight. They didn't put you up at one hotel, Toronto, did they? By any chance, the old Thompson, or are you somewhere else? No, I, I, <laughs> I'm at the Hilton. Oh, and, okay. uh, just curious. I yes, just, yesterday, I I recognized yesterday something. I got in, or I, I had a little bit of a nap after I got in on my flight, and uh, I went to uh, to get some stuff together in the bathroom, just to you know, because I'm going to be here all week, and uh, the. The hardwood cover of the vanity, and like this is a pretty nice hotel, but somebody somebody messed up. The hardwood cover of the vanity 
fell off and like a guillotine landed on my foot. I thought I broke my I thought I broke my foot for good twenty minutes, and now it's blue, but I think it's okay. Well, they never said being on national TV was going to be easy, Andy. You got to pay your, pay your dues. Yeah. All right, so we we have you know the hockey season. The regular season doesn't end till later this month, so there's still a lot of hockey to be played. So we'll ask you since you since you've been out of the loop for for two days. But you ask you a more general question about where you sort of stand on the bucket of teams that you feel can win all of this. We've asked you this before, but let's sort of get a heat check on that. What five or six or seven teams you feel have a legit shot at winning it all? Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, we, we've got the, the futures board here with Colorado at the top at plus 350. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best team in the NHL right now. I think uh, the Florida Panthers kind of take that distinction. Um, and the, the, the big difference being, though, is that the West is objectively easier uh, than, than the East is. Florida's going to have a tough time, even though they are uh, arguably the best team in the NHL. So that's why they're priced up at plus 550. But obviously, both of those teams uh, have legitimate chances, as do the Lightning and the Flames and the Hurricanes and the Maple Leafs, although I feel a little bit weird saying that given that they haven't won a playoff series in what 21 years um and you know the bruins have been playing great hockey a little bit of concern now with david pasternak being injured uh, heading into tonight's game but it doesn't sound like it's going to be a long-term thing and i guess it's better that he gets it looked after now than later but um you know there there are several teams uh you know there's, there's more than a handful of teams that have a legitimate shot at winning the stanley cup and uh, the rest, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be at all surprised to see anybody that makes the playoffs go on a run. Andy, we've got about you know anywhere between twelve and fourteen games left for the majority of the teams out there. Uh, let's. We won't say for sure tanking, but are there any teams that maybe it does? It's not in their best interest to win down the stretch. Well, I, I think like there there are a lot of teams that you know don't that that shouldn't be you know trying to win here down the stretch but um i i, I wouldn't say that uh that that's gonna be a play a big factor i think um you know i'm looking at more like a team like anaheim who you know they they, they probably have the the will to to win and you know they they want to be competitive but um after trading away two of their top defensemen and josh manson and hampus lindholm trading array Ricard Raquel, and they're also dealing with some injuries to uh, Ryan Getzlaff and Jacob Silverberg. So they're missing, uh, you know, a lot of the, the the top players that they started the season with. And they've gone from, you know, one of the most exciting teams in the league to uh, one of the worst teams in the league in, in a few short months. And um, the Detroit Red Wings are, are right there with, with, uh, with the Anaheim Ducks and the Arizona Coyotes who have, uh, you know, they just lost their best forward, Clayton Keller, for the remainder of the season. Their best defender, Jacob Chikrin, has been dealing with an injury, uh, and several other players are out right now. So those are three teams that I think are going to do pretty poorly and uh, might, you know, might feel a little bit demoralizing or or whatnot uh, to to be a part of the, one of those teams going down the stretch. Andy, have a great night. Couldn't be happier for you. Go out there and place a legal sports wager while you're in Ontario. Okay? <laughs> All right. Thanks. Andy McNeil, everybody, at Digital Gambler at a uh, undisclosed Hilton Hotel somewhere in Toronto. Yeah. He said he's just going to take it all off. He's just going to shave it. And I assume he'll be hatless on the broadcast? I, that, that's what we're all waiting to see. Listen, we're he's going to have to be. I think he should just – if he, if there's even a question whether to shave it all off, you just do it. You or just, or it. just go old school and grow that stuff out on the side <laughs> <laughs> as big as you can. NBA Prop Watch next. Kelly explains his bets. Coming back. 
You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Draft like no other, wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with the Miomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Miomi now to join the action. Miomi, flavor forward, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Billen, Savisa's primetime action live from the South Point. How about some NBA prop watch? Watch. Well, that was pretty cool. That was like you were scratching there at the end. Yeah, yeah. See uh, that? That was very cool. Hey, I'm a man of many talents. Many, many talents. Many talents. Run that back. Rockets <laughs> at Nets tonight. Nets favored by two touchdowns and a field goal. By 17, Kelly, um, well, I'll, I'll go to you first after this, but Katie's at 30 and a half, Kyrie's at 26 and a half, and then Jalen uh, Green rather, is the high mark for the Rockets at 24 and a half. Obviously, he's been taking all kinds of uh, shots these days in the, in the home stretch of the season for the Rockets, a lost season once again. You went Jalen Green over, but you did it on adjusted line. Yeah, I did an index prop, 30-plus oh, points uh, for Jalen Green. At plus two thirty, we, we we've just seen his point prop get kind of over over adjusted, or not over adjusted, but adjusted correctly, honestly. And then the uh, uh, it, problem is just lines here in town. I didn't have money to choose from, so decided to go take a shot on thirty plus points. He's done this in four straight games now. Last four games, eighteen field goal attempts, twenty four field goals attempts, twenty five, twenty four. Jalen Green's a rookie. They're trying to see a lot from at the end of the season here, as their season has become a little bit of a waste. So taking taking a little bit big money. Uh, pl- big plus money shot on him to hit 30 points in this game. The other guy that, you know, we haven't really talked about a ton, Matt, but same kind of thing as Kevin Porter Jr. on this team. Yeah. I mean, seeing him at 19 and a half. His what guy- a resurrection of a guy that I thought was yeah. lost, like, completely. I thought he had just kind of fallen off and whatever. And like, yeah, I mean, d- them just giving him tons of minutes and probably telling him the same thing. It's that, the same thing. Yeah, they're like, yeah. just go, go and do. He's, he's, He's really surprised me. Actually. Yeah, you, I mean, you can look at what he did earlier in the year and look what he's done the past four games. It's 21 points, 27, 30, 26. And same kind of, we're seeing the same kind of shot volume, 14, 24, 17, 22 in field goal attempts. He's hit double-digit three-point attempts each game. So I think Kevin Porter Jr. is a guy you can look at on points and threes as well. Uh, I think either of those guys on the Houston side is playable. The other prop I did bet in this is Andre Drummond over his points at 11 and a half. Uh, the Houston Rockets give up the third most uh, attempts at the rim in the league and allow the most points at the rim. Um, and they are, Christian Woods nowhere to be found. It's not like there's anybody there anymore that's going to be dominate, uh, dominant defensive-wise down low. So looking for Andre Drummond to get in there, score some points, uh, get over that 11.5 and, and cash that one for me. Yeah, I think the only thing I would do, and I would feel very hesitant to do it, would be playing the under on Durant points in a 17-point spread game where, yeah, again, like he's had to play incredibly heavy minutes in order for them to even be in the play-in situation. And might need to the next couple games yeah, too, right? Yeah. Like it has played incredibly heavy minutes for them to even be in this situation that they're in right now. And so – it would not shock me. Now, listen, have have they played him longer than I thought they would in a bunch of games? They have. But, again, I'm just kind of looking at the situation that they're sitting in right now. And I, I find it hard to believe that if they're up, you know, 20 points in the fourth quarter that, that he's going to play at all. 
Like it just it yeah. doesn't seem like it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. I, th- I, I mean, I think Kyrie you could probably throw in there too. And, and I do think that's a little bit reflective in their numbers, Matt. Like th- 30 and a half of my initial reaction was it might be a little low for Durant with everything that they've got, you know, really got in front of them this season. But I, I think that's built in a little bit of just knowing that there is a possibility this is a blowout and he sees the bench early. Yeah, I, most of the – a couple of the different projection systems that are out there that I've looked at have him just, just under that. And I think that they built in kind of the same deal that maybe there's going to be some restricted minutes and all this kind of have him in that 27 to 29 range. And I think, again, like I said, I think that's built in reduced minutes. And then if you think that there's a chance that there's even further reduced minutes in this thing, then you would certainly be leaning towards the under as well on on Durant. But yeah, it's a, it's a weird situation in a game with such an incredibly high spread where you, you have to try and figure out, is there any chance in the world the Rockets keep this thing close? And if that's the case, then, you know, it completely changes how you would go about go about doing this, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they've got the firepower. I'm kind of like you. I think that Durant, Irving, Drummond, they all do their thing early and then probably see the bench at some point, you know, late third, early fourth. Kelly tracking your Joel Embiid bet. What was it? Over 37 and a half. Is that what you have on this? Yeah, I haven't even looked yet. He's got six points with uh, 10.7 seconds left in the first. Well, you got to pick it up, Joel. Come on. Oh, and now the Sixers don't even have the ball. Scoring title on the line. Scoring and Kelly's prop bet. Let's look at the Bucks at the Bulls. Much, uh, many, many implications here in terms of seeding. Uh, Lonzo Ball done for the year, by the way, for the Bulls. Zach Levine likely out tonight, and it appears he's out in terms of the prop market. And so you have some adjustments uh, on the Bulls' side. But Giannis, no surprise, 30-and-a-half. Talk about uh, competing for a scoring title and who knows, maybe an MVP. 30-and-a-half, 12-and-a-half, and 4-and-a-half for Giannis. DeMar DeRozan, imagine if LeBron hadn't blocked the trade for DeMar DeRozan. Maybe what could have been. <laughs> oh, what could have been. 28-and-a-half for DeMar DeRozan uh, for the Bulls. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday for the Bucks then. And then Nikola Vucevic uh, is the next guy down for the Bulls. Again, no Levine tonight, and obviously no Lonzo Ball. I am pretty – I was pretty close earlier to taking the over on Giannis PRA. Yeah. In this one. I looked at it too. Yeah. I was pretty close to doing it. I couldn't quite – I couldn't quite get there because I do think that there's at least a better than – better than average chance that this, this one could get out of hand as well. You know, I mean, without Levine out there, you're relying strictly on DeRozan to do the majority of the scoring in this thing. And and with that, I just don't, you know, there's there's just a chance that this thing could kind of get into that double digit-ish range and stuff. And, you know, even if you can save four or five minutes of Giannis wear and tear on his legs or something like that. It certainly behooves the Bucks to do that, and and with a guy that when you're looking for such a high PRA, like you really do need the full, you really do need the full minutes because, you know, a couple of rebounds here and there, one little putback here and there, a couple of free throws here and there can kind of get you over that big number. So that's why, in the end, Kelly, that's why I didn't end up pulling. Yeah, I got close to it too. I got cl- I got close close to that. I got close to laying the points with Milwaukee, but. Uh, when it looked like Levine was going to be out, it was still like mm-hmm. six, six and a half, and was, hadn't officially been announced yet. But it did, I didn't end up pulling the trigger either for a lot, a lot of the reasons that you just brought up. I think the one the, there has been, you know, a lot of the other Bucks have been struggling, uh, struggling mm-hmm. lately. Though, like you see that twenty and a half on Middleton, go look at his game log, and you'll understand why. This is like, you know we've talked 
about James Harden's poor shooting recently. Chris Middleton's right up there, too. Three for 14, four for 12, eight for 17, five for 16. Yeah, he's he's had some pretty bad games here recently, so that, that might be one I'd look maybe under two on the Milwaukee side, especially, yeah, like you said, situationally, unders you know could be beneficial in these games where if you think it's going to be more of a blowout on the Milwaukee side, that even adds to it a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, that was same sort of thing. I kind of got hype, hype for Giannis earlier today, was looking at that hard, and then kind of backed away from that bet. Uh, but I think if I had to go with one, it would probably be Middleton, Middleton on the Bucks side, and then, you know, we talk about this all the time on, on the Chicago side. Some got star players out, someone's going to have to make it up. I don't know if that means they go to, you know, Vooch Ward down low, or if it's DeRozan who's just going to be chucking up a ton of shots. Uh, but I definitely wouldn't be playing under on either of those guys. Embiid hits a three at the buzzer. So you got a buzzer a buzzer beater there for a three-pointer. Nine points for the first quarter for Embiid. So I think the only thing, it, the the Grayson Allen line is at least mildly interesting if we do think that there's any chance that, you know, maybe yeah. Drew Holiday, maybe Giannis play, again, four or five fewer minutes than normal. I think Grayson Allen finds himself out on the court a little bit more and is at least looked to do a little bit more while he's out there. So... Him on the over seven and a half, or maybe just the over on three pointers, right? I was going to say one and a half threes is sticking out to me. Yeah. That's for sure. Like maybe over on the three pointer attempts or something like that would be the way that I would look to to play him in that one. Because again, we know he's going to, he'll probably put up, as far as threes go, he'll probably at least put up four or five in this one. Yeah, at least. So. I mean, he's the past past games, he's had six attempts. Uh, oh yeah, I'm saying, yeah, four or five. Yeah, you're probably right. I was looking at field goals. Yeah. Something like that. So he probably puts up four or five in this thing, and we need two of them to go down. So I'm, I'm. That, that, I think that if I had to make a bet in this one, that's be that would be the one I would go with. Yeah, I like that one. And then there's Alex Caruso, Kelly, at the bottom of that list. What if they had just kept Alex Caruso? My goodness, it's amazing. Did they destroy that team? I mean, it's it, it, it LeBron's fault, isn't it? In the, the end, kinda. totally, because he's a GM. Totally. I, I, I don't know how you could. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna see Frank Vogel on the way out, but. Like, how could you even want that job? You know, you know, like it is a that is a thankless job in the NBA. Well, it's also like LeBron torches like General Sherman, like just torches the place, and then he's he might be gone, right? Leaving all of that in his wake. You know, it's like man. I mean, people forget incredible. even the, even you know last season they they still ended up with the best defense in the league last season. They were number one defensive rated team in the league last year, even after winning a championship in 2020. And yes, this is all falling apart. All right, we got to talk some Masters. The 86th Masters on Thursday. Rick Gaiman will join us from the First Cut Podcast, founder of rickrungood.com. You can follow him on Twitter at rickrungood. He's got all kinds of thoughts on the Masters, all his bets, what he thinks about Tiger. On and on next, right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. 
and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Opening day and the opening round of the Masters are the same day. So this is the first week of April and it's jam-packed with betting intel from our experts. We'll have a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups from the Long Shots crew, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and Matt Humans. Sign up today and get full access to VSIN through the start of baseball season, the Masters and the NFL Draft for only $19. If we're playing it, if we're playing it straight here, we're going to play oh, it. Oh, just buying time. At we're, we're, if we're playing time. straight here. At vsin.com. 2372. Dollar week. Dollar week? It was 2377 yesterday. At vsin.com slash spring. <laughs> Slow on the draw. How Dollar much? week. Okay. Well, it's a new read, the thing is. Yeah, it's like, you know, know, you got like this whole. 19. Yeah, 1999 you've got down, but 19 is different. 2372 Canadian. Dollar mm. week. There we go. Dollar week. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of the First Cut Podcast, founder of RickRunGood.com. You can find him on Twitter at RickRunGood. It's Rick Gaiman to talk Masters with us. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing very well. Happy Masters Week. Always good to be on with you guys. Yeah, man. It doesn't get any better than this. We'll start. We'll get Tiger out of the way first. Uh, he says, as of now, he's a go. What do you expect from Tiger, and are there any bets involved with him for you? Yeah, indeed. So about a week ago, I was able to wager that he would indeed play. Looks like we're going to get a check mark there. The other real money wager that I've made is on Tiger to make the cut. So I am uh, cautiously optimistic to an extent. I think the most realistic outcome for Tiger Woods is, hey, his game's in pretty darn good shape. We've seen that. He's got the ball speed of a average PGA Tour professional. About 171 miles an hour is what we've been uh, tracking Tiger on on the range this week. So no 
concerns about that. The short game looks strong. It's all about the physical side of it. So I envision a scenario in which uh, Tiger Woods can kind of get out to a pretty solid start, use his brain, be aggressive to conservative targets and post, you know, something uh, around even par in round one, maybe something similar in round two. That'll be enough uh, to get him through the cut line. And then you kind of wonder, hey, does the body start to wear down when you get, you know, two, three, four competitive rounds in as many days. So uh, I, I'm optimistic that Tiger is not going to make a fool of himself. I think he's going to play well. I think he's going to show up, but I, I imagine he fades a bit on the weekend. Rick, you and I are of the exact same mindset with that. I mean, that's kind of the nar- narrative that I've heard all day, and I think it's a little bit of a lazy one, which is the, oh, you know, he's got to walk the course and this and that. And I, I get all that, but but to make the cut, we're only talking about two rounds. I mean, like, yes, it, it, this could certainly catch up with him as it compound, compounds, and if he does make the cut, then round three, round four. But, you know, th- this guy is not this, – this is Tiger Woods at the Masters. This guy is not teeing this up to go out there and embarrass himself, and he's certainly not – going to tee it up if he doesn't think he can walk two rounds at Augusta. I mean, like, and again, like you mentioned to me, if he plays par golf, I mean, if he plays one you know, one over golf, he's going to make the cut. And we're talking 50-plus ties here. This is not the craziest thing in the world. We're getting plus money on it. Yeah, the, the good news is uh, Tiger's not coming back to a full schedule, right? He doesn't necessarily have to plan for an event three weeks from now. He can kind of lay it all on the line here at the Masters. This is what he's come back for, and we've got a situation where, yeah, it's it's such a huge cut. Over half the field is going to be making the weekend, and Tiger Woods, listen, th- this is the event that, that, we, that we ran the marathon for. This is the event that uh, he is so sharp. He is the king of experience around Augusta National, I think uh, it's very likely that he makes the weekend here. Okay, let's get to it. Let's start with the outrights. Who do you have bets on to win the entire thing? Yeah, I focus on the top of the board for now, and then I'll probably expand one or two more. But I've got bets in on, on Justin Thomas and, and Brooks Kepka. That's the very tippy top of the board, and then I'll sprinkle in uh, some guys much longer than that. But for me, Justin Thomas has been building to this for multiple years. Remember, he had a four-year stretch in which his performances at the Masters got uh, better each and every year. That stopped last year, but he really just played himself out of it on one hole, making a triple bogey eight on Saturday. Uh, and I think he's just... He's, he's ready for this. He's ready to take the next step. And then Brooks Kepka finally healthy, right? That's that's kind of the thing that we need to talk about. Brooks has not been healthy for a long time. Brooks has not played a Masters healthy in a long time. And we are getting a healthy Brooks whose ball striking metrics are looking uh, much like the stretch that we had from him last summer where he had a couple of top five finishes in major championships. So that's the top of my card. Those are the two that I'm comfortable going to battle with. And then I'll probably uh, eventually settle on Gary Woodland's further down the board, maybe even Taylor Gooch at a much longer number. Try to keep it to four or five and just see how the how the week progresses from there. Rick, I'm I uh, Gil asked me the other day who wins this tournament and 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 I feel the most guilt about. And my answer was Roy McElroy because typically when his when his odds drift to where they are right now, this is when I kind of come back on board, right? I mean, this is this is one of those things Roy gets in the twenties. I typically come back in, fortunate enough to get a win on him whenever that happened back a little bit ago. And, and, you know, listen, he's one of those guys that I think this would be the story if it wasn't for Tiger Woods, right? It would be, hey, trying to compete, uh, trying to complete the career Grand Slam, all of that. Like, under the radar, though, you know, 18th, the 10th, the 13th, the T33 and all that. Like, it's not like the worst resume coming into Augusta here, but we're we're not really talking about Rory. 
Yeah, so I think that uh, Tiger certainly eats up a lot of the oxygen from every other player in the field. I, I think that's somewhat of a good thing for Rory. I think he's still going to have that internal battle uh, to complete the career Grand Slam that Tiger cannot relieve all of the pressure for. But l- let's look at this for real, guys. I mean, they've, they've lengthened um, holes 11 and 15. It's now going to play over 7,500 yards on the scorecard. On Tuesday, they they turned down, uh, they had to shut down the practice facilities because of the rain in the area. I mean, it's going to play really, really long. This course could play closer to 7,700 or 7,800 yards. And when you're Rory McIlroy and you have that driver, you can chop up a lot of these holes like your peers cannot. So I think when you start putting it all together and the fact that he played last week at the Valero Texas Open, something he usually does not do the week before the Masters, I think this is really savvy. I think it's a smart strategic play from Rory McIlroy on a course that he obviously plays well on. Who is the guy that if he he wins – you will have the most self-loathing that you thought about betting that you're like, oh man, I maybe I should bet, but I'm not going to. And right now you have nothing in pocket. You don't plan to. Who's that guy? It's probably Patrick Cantlay um, because the number has drifted so long on a guy that just three starts ago, we would have argued is the hottest player on the planet. And he's kind of been disappointing here recently. And you have a situation where, um, you know, nothing he does is super sexy, right? He's just very solid across the board. If he went out and just got that scorching white hot putter that we have seen him get at times for how much money I have spent on Patrick Cantlay over the last 12 months, if I was not in on this big victory at the masters. I would uh, cry myself to sleep a little bit. He's, he's the guy that I'm certainly most worried about at the moment. Rick, I run models. You run models. Kelly back here. The producer Kelly runs models. We've, you know, the guy that continues to be in the top 10 of every single one of my models is Sam Burns. And I understand no debutante has won since 1979 here since fuzzy, fuzzy Zeller. I get all of that, but we have a guy that's a multi-time winner on tour and, and kind of checks every one of the boxes here other than the fact with other than the course history thing here I mean if if not to win do you expect a pretty solid performance here out of a guy like Sam is this like a maybe like a placement market bet a top 20 a top 10 something like that on him yeah, for sure. I do. Uh, top 20, top 10, I think would be great or getting access to him in the in the matchup market as well, because Sam Burns, yeah, no course history. And it's so rare. Uh, the the quick ascent for him to have three victories in the last 12 months and to have never played uh, the Masters before. That That's how quick the ascent has been for Sam Burns. What the most exciting thing about him when you run those models is that you realize he's the modern player. He is long off the tee. He's very good on his approach shots, and he is a very good putter. Those two Two things approach play and putting when they start going together at the same time when he's hot when he's on you start to pack up a lot of birdies and you can have ceiling weeks you need ceiling weeks on the PGA Tour to win and that's how you get them so Sam Burns is a modern winning player we haven't seen it necessarily translate to major championships yet but it feels like it is uh, coming quicker than we can expect we have a uh, we have about a minute left Give me an idea who you probably will have most derivative bets on and who you might be picking on in head-to-heads when those arrive. Yeah, so certainly um, uh, Joaquin Neiman is someone that kind of has my full attention a bit. He he plays well on the comp courses, which would be Kapalua, uh, Riviera, Mirfield Village. Those are all really good comp courses. I hate that he is playing with Tiger Woods for the first two days. That's something uh, that that gives me a bit of angst. And then as far as someone that I would that I would target against, because we are here at the Masters, the past champions. Patrick Reed is that past champion that I think gets a boost, and his game is in nowhere near ready for this week. All right. You good? Yeah. 
Rick, we appreciate it. Sorry about the yeah. musical interruption. We apologize for that. Rick. I, it got me excited. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> so, we don't know. It was like a club broke out in here. Yeah. It was our excitement for the Masters. We appreciate it, man. If we don't talk beforehand, enjoy the 86 Masters. Good luck with all your bets. Thanks, guys. Take care. Rick Raymond, uh, Rick Gaiman, rather, everybody, uh, from uh, rickrungood.com and uh, the First Cut Podcast. We almost made it through the first hour. We almost did. <laughs> After yes. Four consecutive hours now After this yes. programming. Yeah. We had a streak of almost an hour. Uh, for, we've had 40 more seconds and we'd have, got, we'd have done it. But uh, you know, no, oh, not man. Last night's was in the time capsule. That's <laughs> oh, for sure. Man. We'll come back. We'll update all the scores. Uh, Embiid with 13 for Kelly's prop. All the scores. A whole bunch of NBA games with all kinds of implications. And a little later, our AL West preview, the last division we got to get to in baseball. It's coming up on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 